podcast for filthy casuals by filthy casuals. Hi everyone and welcome to Flashpoint episode 129, recorded Monday, October 16th. I'm your host David Holloway and joining me firstly is a man who is rumoured to be half Time Lord, half Haddock. How are you, Simon? I had to Google this reference, David. Stop making me Google things. <laughs> Yeah, I, as I, I think admitted last episode, I'm now resorting to, to um, actually Googling myself put-downs to put in the intro, and that one was, yeah, someone compared David Tennant to being half Time Lord, half Haddock, because half his acting involved his mouth being open all the time. And it's true. I never thought about no, it. But, yeah, it's just, just, yeah, it's like, like something from 30,000 feet under the sea. Yeah, it's bizarre, isn't it? Yeah. So, no, yeah. No, if you're going to... If you're going to quote anybody in future, only quote B by B. B by B. Hello? B by B. B Blow by blow. No. Oh, you you clearly haven't watched a certain show on Netflix. No. No. Are you talking about uh, Big Mouth? Big Mouth? Oh, you haven't watched that one yet? Oh, please do go watch that one. Well, you oh. mean the big mouth built ass? That would be a BBB. Yeah, you sure. Yeah. I've heard Big Mouth is good on Netflix, but we'll, we'll get on to oh, TV so, later. So, we'll see, uh, we've, we've totally hit our stride. That's a Voltron, Voltron reference, is it? Okay. Voltron. Yeah, no, I still haven't oh, watched okay. Voltron. Uh, it's on the list. I'm getting through The Expanse, but I'll talk about that as well later. Yep. Move on, David. Move on. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we do have a man who you've just heard who looks like he's been drawn by children. How are you, Ben? Yeah. Children, huh? Children you want to talk about children? <laughs> yes, children are the cause. The reason we're a day late. That's right. Because right. Of children. I know. Without going into detail, it's, yeah, I'm responsible for the day lateness. Apologies all. Um <laughs> But yeah, good to hear your voice, Ben, and thank you to Simon and Ben for their huge flexibility and cancelling all their social plans to be here tonight. All right, let's talk about what we've been playing. Simon, you first. Sorry, you were saying? What what have you been playing? You've got an impressive list. I'm going to go as far as to say you've outpaced Ben in the past month. I know, Ben's uh, still typing stuff in. Big shock. Just, oh no. You better make some more shit. <laughs> um, some more to the list. Yeah. Beat me, know, why don't you? Mario <laughs> Infinity? What the, oh, Mario God, what OD? Wrong? Mario OD? When did Mario OD? Well, there's been some pretty well, when space. When nipples. <laughs> <clears throat> anyway, I've um, been playing some more Prey. been playing that through that again, seeing if I can find different paths, different ways around, different solutions. Really still like that game. Um, DC Universe Online. Yes, I'm still playing that. Minecraft. Um, Better Together, I think, is the update. So having a bit of a fluff around on there. Do something on the on the Xbox, then maybe do something on the on the PC, and then maybe do something on the Switch when that finally um, goes live. When Nintendo get the you know get the new hamster in the wheel or whatever it is they're doing. Uh, no Man's Sky, that game is still growing, still evolving, and I still find I can lose six hours without even trying, which I know is, is bizarre, but what can you do? So you're still enjoying it, that's good. Yeah, I don't play it regularly, but I, I dip in periodically, and it's I'm glad I don't play it regularly, because I think I'd 
lose an awful lot of time to it. Mm-hmm. Like I say, it's easy to sort of, oh, let's have a, a quick look. Oh, okay, I'll just go and do that. I'll go and do that. I'll go and do that. And, yeah, it adds up pretty quick. Because every sudden, time I okay. go into EB Games, it seems like they've discounted for, like I'm waiting to go in there and there are, they're giving me money to take it. That's how far they've discounted it. Oh, they probably will at some point. Because <laughs> I reckon uh, they've got a lot of copies in. Yeah, and I'm I'm not oh, entirely... the most traded in game for the year in the space of two weeks? Yeah. Oh, I believe that. But then I've been seeing an awful lot of copies of Destiny 2 uh, in the, uh, in the uh, previously owned as well. So, But we can talk yeah. about that later. Um, since I've been sort of arranging and dusting and pulling all of my various bits of equipment off the shelves, uh, I've been dusted off the, uh, the I was going to say Genesis, the Mega Drive, and uh, the 3DS, been playing some Xenoblade Chronicles, and the uh, Vita with Killzone Mercenary. So, yeah, it's been, um, it's been a kind of eclectic month. Good effort. Um, and Ben still typing his games in, but I, to be fair, though, he did have to pause for five minutes to finally work out how to spell Odyssey, right? So I did. <laughs> and you're not alone. It's, it's a hard word. I started typing it, and I'm like, wait. It's a hard word. E in here somewhere. <laughs> Where the hell's it going? Yeah, no, it's not an easy um, No, but, yeah, yeah I mean, I, I actually did get to play a little bit of Mario Odyssey. Um, I got to – I went to EB Expo last weekend and got to enjoy uh, some Wolfenstein 2, Mario Odyssey, Far Cry 5. Um, saw some of the Assassin's Creed, new Assassin's Creed, which looked – I'm actually really impressed with how the new Assassin's Creed's looking. Um, I It's a game I didn't give two shits about before. Saw it running in 4K on an Xbox One X, and I was like, ooh. This game looks really, really good. Um, you know, they changed up the whole combat scenario, the way it's it's more of an RPG now than it is a adventure platformer. Um, so yeah, it's kind of I'm really interested in that one. Um, but otherwise, been playing the usual stuff: Destiny 2, Overwatch, Heroes of the Storm, PUBG, and I played some Project Cars, but that was mostly just because I got a review copy from Bandai. So yeah, played that, and I think that's pretty much it. Unless you guys have any questions about EB Expo you want to ask me? Yeah, oh. why is it always there? Why is it uh, never come to Melbourne, goddammit? Well, last year it was in Sydney. Oh, that's right, it was too. Why does it come to Melbourne, goddammit? And why doesn't, <laughs> PAX come, why doesn't PAX come to Sydney? Same deal. Why would it? <laughs> oh, I mean, here we go. <laughs> Look, we need to... We... to Queensland. At least we've got normal weather. Oh, wait, it's raining outside. Never mind. Yeah. I say we, oh, it's about thirty degrees here, which is odd. Yeah, you stole our weather, you pricks. You can have it back. I'd like our rain, please. please. <laughs> oh, we're take, talking take about the, the weather. Rain. This is what we want. <laughs> Welcome to the Australian Weathercast, ladies and gentlemen. Debating radio. The Jeez. forecast for this week. You know what's sad is you'd probably get an audience too. Um, yeah. I've been playing Destiny 2 as well. So, Simon, you didn't play any Destiny 2 in the last month? No. There you go. Well, we'll talk about that anyway. Uh, otherwise, same old shit for me. Pokemon Go, StarCraft 2, Balls, and, of course, Candy Crush. Um, uh, yeah, but still haven't spent a cent. Don't worry. All right. So, let's, let's jump into the main part of the show, as if the show had parts anymore. Um Destiny 2, let's talk about it briefly. So we, we covered it last episode, initial thoughts, you know, loved it, loved the initial storyline. 
or whatever, and now we're a month in, so let's do a bit of a round, aside from you, Simon, who hasn't played it. Um, ben, what's your take a month in? Um, yeah, I think the end game's a little bit lacking. I mean, it's not that there's not nothing there. It's that once you've beaten it, there's no carrot of the stick to keep chasing. It's I've beaten the... Excuse me. I've beaten the raid. I've got a character to max power level. I've got the trials trophy. Literally, the only thing is left for me to do is to level up the other two classes to max level so I can get the trophies for that. Um, when the hard mode raid comes out, well, it's supposed to be coming out this week, so maybe when that comes out this week, that'll give me something else or more incentive to go back. But again, there isn't a light level increase or anything like that, so I don't know if what's changed in the hard modes worth actually going back for mm. um, besides a couple of weapon drops, which may or may not be good anyway. So I don't know, I'm, I'm at that point with destiny two now that I'm already kind of, I might play it maybe one night of the week, two nights out of the week tops um, just to get some of the, uh, what do you call them? Milestones completed. And then after that, I'll just, I'll go off and do something else. I'll go play some PUBG or heroes of the storm. Um, I'm actually in the moment trying to get uh, or organise for some people to play some of the uh, Fortnite uh, Battle Royale uh, mode, um, seeing as that's free game. Looking for some people to play that with just to try it out, see what it's like, check it out. So, just yeah, I'm just trying other new games, and we're coming up to a busy season with games as well, so it's probably teetered out with Destiny 2 just at the right time, I think, so I can enjoy, like, we've got South Park coming out on... Wednesday, I think. I think it's this week. Okay. I know it's this week. Um, you know, that Wolfenstein 2 and uh, Mario Odyssey are coming up at the end of the month and all the other big name games are coming soon. So, you know, it's probably good timing. I can take that break from Destiny 2 and move on to the other games, play them, and by the time I'm kind of finished playing them a little bit, I can uh, jump back into Destiny 2 because the new... Expansion is supposed to be coming in December, apparently. Oh, it's because I was about to ask that timelines because I was thinking, geez, mm. if it's much later than December, you're going to have a, a big exodus because, I mean, you're, you're, as usual, more advanced than I and I'm probably slightly more ahead in the game than mm. you, Simon. I think it's fair to say if you haven't played for a while. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I think that confidently. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, I, I'm probably, you know, middle of the middle of the field. I mean, I've got, only the one character, not Max. I've only got it at 272 light level. Um, but, you know, I've done all the storyline. Um, I'm doing the challenges each week. But it's like, yeah, yeah. I feel like I've already done it. Um, I mean, yeah. I like I like the new planets. I love Titan. Um, Nessus is all right. Like, it, I'm just running out of stuff to do. And I, I even played Iron yeah. Banner this afternoon, even though I'm so shit at it, just to try and do something a little bit different. So. Yeah, I, I think that's a good thing because it is encouraging people to do things, you know, other things in the game. But at the same time, is you know, I, I still do have to my uh, I've got to level up my warlock and titan still so I can finish them off. And but I'll pretty much have the game platinumed by the time I do that. Yeah. Um. So I just don't have anything else to do really in the game. There's not there's literally no carrot on the stick for me to chase at the moment. Yeah. And the big, the um, bigger failure, I would argue, or not fa- failure is too strong a word, but the guided games, um, 
because of the way they set it up, that you've got to have two people in the one clan and then a third person can join them. So if you're looking for the mm. two people to guide you, um, I think the shortest I've waited is 17 minutes. And that first time I actually got in one, I got very excited. That was for a nightfall. Yeah. Um, and got two-thirds of the way through through the strike and um, it glitched. We, we couldn't oh, actually no. couldn't get through to the next stage because you had to destroy five crystals or six crystals and there are only five you could destroy. Oh, no. And so these were experienced guys. You could tell they couldn't work it out either. It just it was a glitch. And so, so mm. you wait 17 minutes and don't even get anywhere. I don't understand why they just didn't make it full, like World of Warcraft, just a full three random just people. Like, group. Yeah. yeah, it's bizarre. Anyway. I, th- I think the idea is it's to encourage you to join yeah. a clan. So that's yeah, why yeah. they want two people in the same clan to be guiding you. But... Um, yeah, I, I know what you're saying. I, I, I mean, I haven't done the guided games because I've got people I'm always playing with generally. Yeah. Um, and if there's no one online, I really feel like playing with, or I'll just go and do stuff, other stuff solo anyway. I'm quite happy to go do that That's myself. Right. Yeah, I mean, there's still um, plenty. And I, there's... I, and there's still plenty to do when you play solo because I, I like playing Crucible a lot. So I'll go sit in the Crucible yeah, yeah. for a couple of hours, or I'll go grind out the Flashpoint milestone or whatever yeah. else i need to do so there's still stuff to do it's just yeah it's a bit it's just the same repetitive stuff that you felt like you've already done yeah how many times over and over and over again already so this and that that when the rewards don't seem like you're getting very good rewards anymore like like i said i'm at max power level um i think i'm missing all but one hunter armor exotic at the moment yeah. um and like it's so any most of the rewards I get are duplicates of stuff I've already got anyway. So I just yeah, there's just nothing that I really no. want at the moment. Um, so I'll, I I think I'm pretty much at the point where I'm just kind of done until the next the expansion comes out. But we do have good company in that um, Mr. John Carpenter loves his Destiny too. Apparently, he's so much he's dedicating his life currently to it. So I'm pretty sure everyone knows who John Carpenter is. He's done a lot of... Um, he's a composer as well as a director, isn't he? Yeah, the director and composer. I created of Michael Myers. What? Didn't he create Michael Myers? Oh, um, did he? Halloween? Wasn't that John yeah, Carpenter? Halloween. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was a Carpenter thing, yeah. I know he did Ghosts of Mars, and that was an awesome movie. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's a legend. I- um, Where's Craven? Did you not Hell sure Street. if I'm being sarcastic then? Yeah, I thought you meant Michael Myers as in. Um... No, <laughs> oh, not Mike Myers. Not Mike Myers. Mike. <laughs> when? <laughs> um. No, no, yeah, no. Michael Myers, the serial killer from the Halloween movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I suppose that's the appropriate time of the year to talk about him. Anyway, did Carpenter do Friday the Thirteenth as well? I mean, we just had a Friday the Thirteenth. Or was that someone else? Yeah, I can't be asked Wikipedia, but he, he did a lot. Uh, but I, I, what what encourages me is it proves that I'm not the worst player on Destiny 2 because um, in an interview in the last couple of weeks, he said, I've been playing the video game Destiny 2. It's a sci-fi game. It's fun. And then the interviewer said, I've heard of that. Isn't it really hard and involves shooting aliens? And Carpenter's response is, oh, it is hard. That's why I've dedicated my life to learning how to play it. At my age, why not? It keeps me out of trouble. Now, I was actually, actually going to say... Hang on, hang on, hang on. Where did this interview come from? A rest home newsletter? The Guardian. Yeah, it was The Guardian. <laughs> oh, but, well, yeah, same thing. Yeah. 
because I tell you what, I was going to say it's it's much easier Destiny Two than the original. I've been able to progress so much faster than in Destiny. Yeah. I mean, I'm obviously yeah, a better I, player, I, but yeah, yeah, you understand the mechanics a lot better, so you can get through it a bit quicker. But at the same time, it's definitely not a difficult game. No. Uh, Don Carpenter's not a young man. He'd be well in his 70s. Yeah, well, good for him then. Yeah. Good for him. He gets to play video games too. And the last bit is there. He said, what do you like most about the game? It's using the super. I've heard some people never use the super, but I wouldn't get through the game without it. (laughs) I'm fairly sure he didn't say that. (laughs) Fake news. (laughs) Fake news. Didn't happen. Nuh-uh. All right, enough Destiny 2. Um, let's talk about something we rarely mention, and that's Star Wars. So um, Last Jedi, latest trailer came out in the past, what was it, week? Um, uh, yeah. It was, was only last week. Thursday? It was last week. It was literally like, yeah, what, yeah. Wednesday last week or something that came out? So I'll start with you, Simon. What, what did you think? Oh, it, I know you tend to avoid them, don't you? Because you don't want to... I, I do, but because we this is on the running sheet, I thought I'd have a quick look okay. at it. Um, and I'm almost sorry I did. Not because it <laughs> spoilt anything, but because it genuinely left me meh. It is, yeah, I had that same some, sort of feeling. Some great shots, some some really nice composition, the whole white and red thing that they had going on with the, with the the ships doing the low flying, although that's the same goddamn shot we got from the trailer for the, yes. for the last move, yeah. got over mm-hmm. snow instead of water. And I was just looking at it and thinking, yeah, I've seen a lot of this crap before. Hello, yeah. the, the, the big the big bad tempting and and strangling or light force lightning, whatever, the, the young hero. There's an awful lot of callbacks to, um, uh, to, uh, to Jedi. At least there's not a goddamn Death yeah. Star in this one. Well, that we know of. That we know of. I'll tell you what, if there is, I'm walking out. Oh, that's it for me. But, uh, it's it, it's just got a Hoth battle, that's all. Um, yeah, look, let's face it. Um, uh, Snoke, or whatever his name is, was obviously in the same room with Ray. So she's he's not going to just turn up at the local cantina, let's face it. So there's got to be some amazing, super huge Star Warsy thing for that. Yeah. Uh, mm. Bearing in mind, this is coming from someone who has a life-size uh, Darth Vader, so <laughs> it's not like it's not. And um, I'm not doing the whole um, oh JJ Abrams ruined Star Trek, JJ Abrams ruined Star Wars. I'm I'm not in that camp at all. I thoroughly. I, I, I think just JJ uh, Abrams saved Star Trek. I don't know Star. Oh, I, 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 you could argue for and against with Star Wars, but he definitely saved Star Trek. Yeah, unfortunately, Star Trek Discovery is completely uh, ruining all that. Anyway, but that's oh, a no. that's a different topic completely. Um, yeah, I'm. I just hope that we'd start getting something new, but it's all starting. It just felt very damn familiar, yeah. and I was ready for something new, and I didn't feel like we're getting that in this one. So hopefully, I'm wrong. Uh, I'll still be going to see the movie, so they're still going to get my money. But um, I can't say that I'm feeling terribly keen at this point. Yeah. Mm. But hopeful, still hopeful. At least um, Luke Skywalker's voice is finally breaking. Yeah, his balls must have dropped. Yeah, I noticed that. He's had a very very deep, gruff voice now. 
Although you've got to wonder, living alone on that island, he's got that mechanical hand. How does that work? <laughs> it's called the stranger. Yeah. Well, I think it works because that mechanical hand actually did have all flesh and stuff on it. Now it's down to the metal. Well, it's been worn off by something. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Not saying anything. As children might be listening. That's right. But yeah, look, I, I agree. There's just not, there's not a lot of innovative stuff. Although I was a little bit excited that, that at least the whole there's an evil thing from space that could kill a, kill a planet at any minute. At least that wasn't in there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I assume they're setting up. Although it might be too obvious and it'll be different in the movie. They're setting up the whole Kylo's going to kill um, his mum so that you know we don't have to worry about what happened to Carrie Fisher. Yeah, it was actually well. That, besides that setup bit there, there was two things in the trailer that I actually liked, and that was one seeing the Finn Captain Phasma standoff. Oh yep, I thought that, that was cool. Awesome. Yeah, I'm actually a lot more interested in the Finn and uh, Poe Dameron storyline um, than I am in the Ray and Luke and Kylo and Snoke storyline at the moment. I'll probably get really excited about Luke Skywalker because it's Luke fucking skywalker um but yeah and then seeing carrie fisher on there as well as, as soon as i saw her face I was like, oh carrie fisher I, it's such a shame we, we lost you too soon Just, yeah but other than that i i i thought the same as you guys i thought this is a bit meh um not much for me to get excited about i watched it i think i watched it twice on my phone um, and I still yet to put it up on the actual, you know, the good TV and watch it on there to see what it looks like on a decent quality screen. But um, I'm not in a hell of a lot of rush to actually sit there and watch it properly either. So I'll just wait for the movie to come out at this stage. And just for the record, if I was in the Millennium Falcon, that stupid penguin thing was there, I'd squash it with my shoe. Paul again? Sorry? Paul. Yeah. yeah, that's the one. That's that's Chewie's little friend. Yeah, I know. I'd still squash it with my shoe. It's Han Jr. It's a big cockroach. It looks like, it looks like an animated butt plug. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, having never seen a butt plug, I can only you know, guess that you're right. I'm just working on descriptions that I've heard from other people. Yeah, of course. Come on, you're a nurse. You've seen that before. <laughs> I actually, you know what? I've never seen a butt plug. That's one thing I haven't seen. <laughs> oh, come on. Tell me, you, you haven't seen anything come up. In the X-rays or something. No, like I've seen a rectal tube, but not a butt plug. Big difference. <laughs> I bet you've seen a couple of Hot Wheels on the on the wrong track. <laughs> I haven't heard that Any before. Any colons have a bright idea with a light bulb stuck up it? No, yeah, that's a cl- yeah, that's a classic Australian. We we could have a whole episode on that Australian alleged urban myth. Although I did did um, work with a medical student once who swears she was in accident emergency when that happened with a particular well-known mm. Australian personality who shan't be mentioned. Uh, all right. Enough of butt plugs and light bulbs. I just realised that's what the episode's going to be called. Oh, God. <laughs> um, yeah. Excellent. Thanks, Simon. You always come up with the goods. Well, Joe's not listening to this episode. That's right. you. Sorry, Joe. Um, <laughs> IGN have bought out the Humble Bundle. Yeah. Um, uh, for those that don't know, Humble is a online store. It actually started off as a charity type, Mm. uh, store where basically they would offer a bundle of 
hence the name Humble Bundle, a bundle of indie games um, that you could pay however much you wanted for it. So you could pay $1, $10, and you'd get five games included. And then they made it so that if you paid, and like I think it was the average price, if you paid above whatever the average price was at the time you were paying, uh, you got an extra two games thrown in um, as well. Um, but all that money that was bought or that they raised using the bundle uh, program that they did, uh, that all that money went to charity. Um, and then obviously Humble expanded, became more of an online store. Still to this day do the Humble bundles where the money still goes to charity. Um, and it's it's become its own legitimate business in terms of online sales uh, for video games, especially PC games. Um and yeah, as of Friday, IGN, the big multinational uh, media, gaming media, I guess I suppose you'd call it, uh, bought, bought out Humble. Yeah, so they own it now. Be interesting to see what they do with it. They'll probably run into the ground, won't they, Simon? Well, no, no. Well, mm. oh look, I, I don't have a very high opinion of of IGN. I mean, I I used to listen. I, I still listen to Game Scoop. But mm-hmm. uh, I just find the the cloying attitudes of a number of the personalities on there is just a bit much. Ryan McCaffrey, in particular, is just my God. Could you wind it back a few notches? Um, yeah, if he's uh, oh, I, I think it, I think it's buddy uh, Max Schofield needs to wind, wind it back a bit. Oh, he, he's a um, I'm doing air quotes a comedian. Um, <laughs> There's there's a few of them who consider themselves um, comedians. <laughs> Thank God we're mm. not like that. No, we know we're not comedians. We just what fun. the hell is with the humble bundle? Yeah, poor <laughs> <man. laughs> <laughs> Although I I looked uh, just just to um, just to mention, I think Max is actually a manic depressive because he did some uh, very very. Um, I'm not going to say touching because I have no empathy. So, uh, but, that's, but, <laughs> but, uh, but genuine, honest, and I think worthwhile tweets about the about the depression he regularly suffers from. So, uh, that could explain some of his when he's on is really on um, mm. part part of the spin he does. So, um, I'm I'm not going to Brian Altano. You, you can piss on him all you want. Oh, the Italian meatball. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, he, uh, he can be a bit bit much sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Him and him and Ryan probably better if uh, IGN would probably be better. Just put just put Marty in charge of everything. Nah, because all Marty does is rave about fucking indie games. I know. Nothing, but nothing wrong with indie games, but that's all he ever talks about. But he, but he's a hipster, and aren't hipsters cool? Actually, I think he's too old to be a hipster. No, and surely no, he, hipsters he, have gone out of vogue now. Like it's been years. That's it. I, I don't know. I, look, I, to be honest, yeah, the only fine. podcast that I listen to from IGN still regularly is actually Unlocked, which is Ryan's show. Um, but that's because, I don't know, that, that show I, I can sit there and quite happily listen to, no problems. Um, but Destin's okay. And... Yeah, Destin sometimes give me the shits, though. Oh, yeah. You, um, yeah well, I mean, everyone's going to give you the shits at some point. Yeah. Yeah. Alana, well, Alana's Aussie, so you kind of just have to back her no matter what. Even if she does shit you, um, but yeah, no. 
And the, the thing with, with the IGN buyer is, I think, because they do it on their website already, they do a direct link to Amazon uh, for from their review. So if you like like the review and you go, oh, this sounds like a game I'll enjoy, you click the buy now button or whatever button is there, and it takes yeah. you straight to the Amazon page. Um, so instead of going to Amazon, yeah, they get a kickback from it. Um, so instead of going direct to Amazon, it'll just go to their Humble page and then they'll get 100% kickback. Uh, how ethical that is, because Humble does do publishing now, um, is debatable. Yeah, uh, that's I the suppose thing. They, they can't really review any of the games they're selling on Humble. Uh, it, yeah, they well, they could sell the, they could sell the third party, or they can review the third party games they're selling on Humble, but the the first party in house, like pub, self published ones that Humble do, they can't realistically. Yeah, but, well, yeah, but look, I mean, anything that's in their storefront, if they're reviewing something that they're they're part of their company is selling whether it's first party third party or 15th party it's still dodgy because you're still yeah. it's still you're driving sales to your storefront well that's 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 exactly right but at the same time it's like well you're just gonna have to take any of their reviews now with a grain of salt um because mm. there is that potential yeah. that but Let's that's the same that's the same with now. anyone on youtube uh any other media organization True. you have to take it all with a grain of salt I mean, I mentioned Project Cars in the games I've been playing lately. Uh, that was a review copy that was sent to me from Bandai Namco as part of my deal with, with 8-Bit. Um, so any sort of like media outlet, us included, um, take our opinions with a grain of salt. Form your own opinion. Research stuff. Mm. Um, if you don't like one person's opinion, get a second opinion. And then go, oh, well, I agree more with this person and this person I think is more right or whatever like that. You know, don't base a purchase off one opinion only because not everyone agrees. Particularly if it's one of our opinions, get at least three other opinions before you can. Oh, definitely, definitely. Um, Um, But with I'll just just add to that if I – sorry, David. Um, And don't just seek out people who validate your own pre-existing opinions. Actually seek out some different and differing opinions, mm. even ones you might possibly find offensive or troubling, and listen to them. At least be mm-hmm. open about it because you might be wrong and the people that agree with you might be wrong and the people you agree with might be wrong. There might be other viewpoints out there that are just as valid. So just relax, listen, consider, and then decide. Mm. That's it. <laughs> and I'm just And quiet. then flame them on the internet. That's right. Yeah, and, I'm, I'm... and then do exactly what I say. Mm. I'm a bit proud of the fact that we took that stand when IGN offered to take us over and we knocked back the half million dollars and went, no, we're going to stay independent. Go us. I don't think it was IGN that made an offer. I think it was the fact that you'd had too much GIN. (laughs) Mm. Nice. Nice work. (laughs) Uh, That's short notice, sorry. (laughs) No, it was good. Mm. I wasn't being sarcastic. That was good. All right. Wolfenstein 2 advertisements, hashtag F the Nazis. Well, it's F Nazis because I'm being yeah. child-friendly. Food well, Nazis? After, after, food well, Nazis, after yeah. Food Nazis. <laughs> after the uh, title of this episode, what was it, Butt Plugs and Light Bulbs? Um, it doesn't really matter at this point, but uh, Wolfenstein yeah, 2. screw into things. <laughs> Wolfenstein 2, a couple of weeks ago, is literally last, not this weekend just gone, but the weekend prior. Um, they did an advertisement run, uh, basically saying, and essentially make 
as I said, make America Nazi free again. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, playing parroting the whole Trump thing, blah blah blah. Um, it's the Nazi thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they were basically like talking about basically killing Nazis, and this started up a whole discussion of um, oh, because of the obvious American political climate at the moment as well. Mm. Uh, with with that the um, yeah, I, without getting touching on it too much, it's you know it all of a sudden Bethesda's under fire. Oh, how can you make this game be political? Blah 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 blah. Um, sorry, the game was always about killing Nazis. It's yeah. always been Wolfenstein's been around for you know twenty five thirty years now. Um, every iteration of that game is about killing Nazis in some form or another. Uh, and Mecca Hitler. Um, but, yeah, the... Yeah, so anyway, the whole outrage of all that started up, blah, blah, blah. And uh, Bethesda and the Wolf... Well, the Wolf 2 marketing guys behind it and all this sort of stuff, well, they weren't going to stand for it, and they, they stood behind their advertisement, for rightfully so, because who the hell's defending Nazis in this day and age? That's right. I mean, that's, that's the current world we live in. Apparently, it's okay... Oh no! It's not okay to um, badmouth Nazis and say Nazis are bad people anymore. Um, we're in this world now where you know people defend Nazis, which is fucking absurd. Pardon my French. Um, but anyway, so today, Wolf, the Wolfenstein Two guys launched a new. It's a ten-second video. Um, it's on their Twitter. Uh, you can go find it, and basically it ends up with a picture of, or a very slow-mo video of BJ Blaskowitz doing a face punch to a Nazi commando, um, and then it comes up in big letters, um, Nazis get the fuck out, basically, GTFO. Um, which, you know, because the game is about the Nazis have are occupying America. It's set in a parallel universe or alternate reality. Um, and they claim they're occupying America. So it's about getting the Nazis out of America. Um, that's what the game's about. So the advertisement, whether or not it's intentionally political or not, um, the I think fact it's conveniently convenient. Political. Well, <laughs> actually funny story. Uh, we did the super hype train, episode for wolfenstein 2 where can the, they find that podcast, by the way ben oh you could find that on itunes spotify and all other good podcasting platforms i think spotify it's on itunes i i assume it's yeah, on spotify, spotify. No. we're on well spotify is invite only because i don't worry i've looked oh, into it? that you can't get on spotify unless you're asked by spotify to go on there Oh, okay. Well, I so guess that's it's not, not to spot. that's not to undersell you guys. You might be on there, but you've got to be asked. Hey, they they probably are. I honestly don't know. Um, <laughs> iTunes, wherever else you can get um, podcasts, I suppose you, you'll find it there. But that episode that we recorded for Super Hype Train, it was literally the Monday after the protests in Virginia. The uh, what's the place in Virginia? Doesn't matter. The Virginia. Uh, protests that happened and everything like that and then the you know the young lady getting hit by the car that was you know drove into the crowd group of protesters 
um, we we had it scheduled like four weeks prior to that to record that episode, and we jumped in to record it, and it's like, so yeah, um, political climate pretty tense over in America. This game's about Nazis, and they just had a whole white supremacist rally in Virginia. Shit. Um, wonder if this is going to come back and you know bite this game in the ass. And sure enough, here we are a couple of months later. It's it's happened. Mm. Yeah, I um, honestly don't know if it's actually done them any harm at all because the people oh, who no, anything, have it's a problem with shooting World War Two era uh, mm. fascists is uh, is is not going to be put off by all of this. It's just the the usual outrage, um, mm-hmm. out, you know, outrage of the week nonsense yep. that social media is full of. Uh, mm-hmm. Anyone with a brain in their head can see that this. If it's anything, just, it's going to sell better because there's so many poor people going, hey, I didn't know this game was coming out. And then it's getting all this publicity. That's right. I mean, at the very, at the very mm. worst, all you could say is it was opportunistic or mm-hmm. a bit baseless, possibly. I don't personally believe it's either of those things, but I can't no. see any any harder accusation being it's, leveled at it. A lot any- of it is very much coincidental. It's it's exactly yeah. the same as what happened with Super Hype Train couple of months back it was literally we had that scheduled for a month and a half prior to that event happening and we jumped into record and we started talking as like so fuck the nazis oh shit i just realized what happened this weekend uh this is going to be an awkward hour and a half conversation about wolfenstein oh shit here we go so yeah um i don't think bethesda or, or the wolfenstein Wolfenstein marketers are uh, intentionally going no. out to piss off the right wing, but uh, maybe they are a bit now because they're like, well, stuff you guys. We're not not going to stand for a world where we defend no. Nazis or sympathize no. to Nazis and all that sort of stuff, and no one should. Um, we don't like that. You know, stop listening to our podcast. We, I, I personally don't want to be associated with those. Yeah, associated with those. Uh, sort of same goes for that. Same goes for any kind of fundamentalist. Mm. If you if you're if something triggers you to the point where you all you can see is a red haze and you're just mm. full of rage at something, go to the gym for God's sake. Get find a healthy outlet because mm. yep. uh, if if your belief system is driving you to that kind of emotional peak, then there's mm. something badly wrong. Sorry, son, yeah. to get the hell out. Yeah, definitely go and try and find that video. It's on the Wolfenstein 2 Twitter. Um, And actually, if you're really interested in having a laugh, as long as you try not not to get yourself triggered. But yeah, yeah, some of the comments, holy shit. You you just have to sit there and laugh. You have to sit there and laugh. Yeah, I, I I don't read the comments anymore. No, so. oh, you, you you don't have to, but you, I I read it because I was like, this is going to be good. This is going to be a good laugh. I I have to, and yeah, I enjoyed it. <laughs> well, speaking of very popular games, Battlefront Two. Has it actually come out? The beta, nope. just the beta. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, just so some. Um, unbiased person's put anyone play it question mark anyone i think that was you simon i'm guessing and you know my thoughts on battlefront so yeah we, we're not hearing a lot of hype around it are we uh, uh well the people that have played i've heard uh, i was had fun good yes yeah. it's fun <laughs> but you can only tell so much with uh, with with beta code anyway um mm. as you know from the the d2 beta there was uh that was months and months old 
and there's a whole bunch of stuff that uh, got had already been balanced out and changed, and people were reacting to stuff that was basically ancient history. So it looks like we're probably in a, it's to some degree, a similar situation here. Mm. Not so much for the gameplay, uh, although now there was one of the one of the troopers, was it, that was um, rather woefully underpowered, I think. But I think most of the outrage involved. Anyone want to use those two words? It's, it's not Nazi, just as a hint. Light bulbs. Uh, pork. That's one word, David. I oh, know it's P- it's P A dash W G. You're not thinking of. No, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> just you, yeah, yeah. Walk past. Yeah, that loot, loot boxes. Or as I'm calling them now, poop boxes, because I'm clever. <laughs> sure are. <laughs> yeah. So, and EO basically come out with a response to a lot of the criticism, and it wasn't just people ranting on forums. A lot of the, what I will, oh, it's, you know, you, you need to really stretch the definition. You need a lot of lube for this kind of stretching. And... Mm. A games media. <sighs> oh, that was hard to say. Um, so you, you know, you had everyone from the no right through to the verge and and whatnot. You know, everything from the ridiculous to the slightly less ridiculous. Um, picking up on this, Forbes, of course, picked up on it. Um, that basically progression seemed to be linked to loot boxes, including crafting materials. Mm-hmm. So star cards, as well as emotes, outfits, victory poses, all of the the usual bits and pieces. Weapons, particularly, was an issue. But the star cards was a really egregious one because during the beta, at least, you could theoretically populate all the slots, and basically, if you were willing to spend the cash, get a completely OP character maxed out and yeah basically tipped most people over the edge yeah did, did, i think there's been some balancing since that i don't i'm not entirely that, sure that exactly has. how it is because i haven't played the beta but the statement that they brought out they said with the star cards in particular i don't know what a star card is i haven't played the beta i haven't seen how the system works so i'm, I'm just going to go from what i heard um but they said to the star cards that come in the loot boxes um, with the microtransactions, basically they are the base level star cards. Um, and to level, you have to level them up or to unlock the more, uh, what do they call them? I think there's like different va- variances of yeah, or like levels. Star five star kind of ones, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So to, to use ones. the, you yeah. have, yeah, so you have to complete something or rather to get to the five star or whatever it is so even the higher up versions of that same star card um apparently is you have to earn it so you might have bought it that's great you've got it but now you have to level up the low level version of it to be able to access that high version of it um yeah well one of the things they said was and this is a direct quote as a balanced goal we're working towards having the most powerful mm. items in the game only earnable via in-game achievements um, yeah. Quite. As a balance goal, we're working towards. Those, oh, nice. Of they're it. the pullouts. Yeah, so I, that was the part that bothered me as well. I was like, well, why is that 
not something that's already there? Shouldn't that already be something? Get away yeah. with, with with this kind of crap. And mm-hmm. they realise that uh, no, when public's not quite that stupid, close to being that stupid, but not quite there yet. Just because we're in the era of Trump. <laughs> but well, again, it's a different podcast. Yeah, sorry, um, sorry, Jay, I've cut that bit out. It's just, it's a fluke. You can still hear it. <laughs> He's going to love our Wolfenstein section. Um, oh, but yeah, no, at the end of the day, it's, um, yeah, I, I think this has been the year of microtransactions. There's the issue where Destiny had the microtransactions that turned out to be a big hoopla over nothing anyway. Um, what is it? Forza had, Forza's got the loot boxes. Uh, which is a thing. Which isn't an on thing. There's Battlefront 2. Uh, there's something else that's coming. Oh, COD always has those sort of loot box type things as well. Uh, oh, um, uh, there's another one. Lord of, Lord of the Rings. Oh, yeah, Shadow of War. Had, that's apparently a non-issue as well. Um, then again, well, to, to, a, to a point, I mean, it's like most of these things, people have overreacted far too prematurely and haven't yeah. waited for things to come out. To actually see what the system's like. Yeah, exactly. I can't... There's, I think there's another one coming as well still. I can't... I think Assassin's, oh. Assassin's Creed, Ubisoft, of course. Never mind. Yeah. Um, but let, let's, let's face it. It's it is a worrying trend. Even if yeah. the sky isn't falling and chicken, the, all the chicken littles were wrong, mm. it, it's still it's still dodgy as hell. I think last year or the year before, the term was slippery slope, and I think that's still exactly what this is. It's still a slippery well, slope where we're slowly going a, down this path. No, it's 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 turning into a greased roller coaster. Mm, mm. slippery slope was back there somewhere yeah but i mean yeah i i don't know it's, it's i think these developers uh, maybe just the average price of a video game needs to increase but the cost of developing video games has obviously gone up astronomically in the last however many years especially on this generation i mean how what was the dollar figure i think for I can't remember. There's some game where the dollar figure in development cost was just ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I was can- yeah, um, Candy Crush. That? Candy Crush. There you go. That would be it. But it's but, the public's fault. They're, they're yeah. the ones that drove the, the whole uh, shinier graphics 4K. Mm-hmm. That's, that's where it's all been going. The, I mean, one of the things, the big complaints about the long yeah. Console cycle last time was that oh it's we're just being hamstrung we can't do all of the things we want to do and it's not powerful enough but yeah. so yeah well maybe if you you weren't trying to what what was what's Nvidia got the the hair the hair hair something stress um, effects that's right Nvidia's stress effects who the freaking hell asked for that i know sometimes in most bioware games it looks like their hair's plastic and it's like gonna pop off like a ken doll or something but i can live with that mm. i i can i can live with dodgy hair as long as as long as it's a decent game as long as yeah. the game is there the mechanics are there if there's a storyline there if there needs to be a story if it's that kind of game we don't need everything to be super photorealistic and permanently dwell in the uncanny valley the people who was responsible for this mess in the first place and things, the cost getting out of control are the very people that are trying to cram this stuff down our throats. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, no, definitely. Uh, definitely. I was just saying, I was just thinking, you know, and 
possibly thinking a little bit more out loud, but maybe like, okay, 60 US dollars clearly isn't the enough to, for them to recoup the cost, which is why they go down this microtransaction route because they're sitting there seeing these indie games like a free-to-play version of DC Universe Online, something you play, making money from these microtransactions, whether they be loot boxes or whatever. Um, Star Wars The Old Republic, the game this very podcast is originally based on, it's got yeah, microtransactions it and, um, you know, loot boxes in it now too. Um, yeah, it's held been around for a good long time. Yes, yeah, so this has all been happening for a very long time. It all started back with the um, the MMO genre because a lot of MMOs, besides World of Warcraft, realized they couldn't afford to keep running on the subscription model because the subscriptions weren't there, so they had mm. to come up with another way to pay the bills um, and to keep the servers online. Um, and that's, you know, which is reasonably fair, and a lot of that's kind of been tr- slowly transitioning over into other games like single player games or just just your standard multiplayer games um and as it's slowly been happening like over what blizzard's actually very guilty of it like we look at overwatch or heroes of the storm you know i mean granted their loot boxes are all 100 percent cosmetic they're not yeah. bonuses um heroes of the storm yeah you get you can get uh xp bonuses but it's an xp bonus it's not a bonus for you know extra damage in your next match or something like that blizzard does that very well they do their loot boxes right where it's skins um voice lines or whatever it might be they do it pretty well um the problem we've got though as we've been talking about with say battlefront 2 is it's it's linked to abilities and that's where the whole slippery slope conversation started a couple of years ago is because we're starting to see oh uh, we can get weapons from these things now. Oh, I don't know. Maybe we can get mods and things that'll make our dude or better. Orcs. It, the or whole orc orcs. thing is yeah. that slip travesty. Look, I don't, okay, I don't mind if they go down the whole um, free-to-play free to with loot boxes and mm. microtransactions. That's okay. I play Warframe. I buy, I buy something from them periodically. Yeah, they, there's a, and that's, a, that's, that's exactly my point. Yeah, it, look, it looks great. Knock got, down the price, or give 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 it like twenty bucks worth of credit or something mm. in in game store, mm-hmm. or some free currency, a decent amount of free currency, not just like a token amount that, in, like uh, the 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 bullshit that um, Destiny pulled with the silver. No, when, yeah, yeah so. you just just enough to not quite be enough to get something. Yeah, that that kind it. of that kind of bullshit uh, manipulation, I have no will have no truck with. That is yeah. just cynical exploitation. Period. Mm. And yes, yeah. no, you don't have to spend it. No, you don't have to buy any more. But that's if that's the way you think and that's the way you feel. Mm. Fine, that's great for you. They are not appealing to you. You are not the demographic. You are not the target. So shut up. It's the people yeah. that are susceptible to this that they are exploiting. So fine, don't worry if it doesn't bother you, doesn't affect you. Fine, fine. Be selfish. Worry about the other people. Have show some compassion and worry about the people that are affected by this problem, by mm. this temptation, by this thing burrowing into the back of their head. Loot mm. box lives matter. All yeah. Right. Hashtag. Yeah. Hashtag. <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, could I just uh, I'd just like to apologise. I'm um, I may or may not 
have uh, have a head and gut full of cold and flu medication at the moment. <laughs> With alcohol? So, uh, Is there any other way to take cold and flu medication? <laughs> I, I did have I did have a vodka and orange. Okay, that's all right. But See, anyway. that's healthy. Yeah, it had orange good. in it. I personally, we're keeping Simon alive by keeping him talking, which is good. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that probably went on a bit longer than I intended. No, but, that's that's all right. It's I, an interesting conversation to have, though. I mean, and it's literally that, is that it, these things are obviously making money for them, so that's why they keep putting in in game. So it's us as gamers and as a community to vote with our wallets and not buy these things in game. If you mm. buy... Spend five bucks, you're spending five. If we all spend five bucks on them, guess what? They make, let's say, I don't know, what was it? There was a stat. Um, Activision made $3.2 billion, with a B, dollars on microtransactions across all platforms in the last financial year. Yeah, that's mad. Yeah. Well, that, that's the that's thing. That's why they keep doing it. Yeah, it's volume. Um, I mean, Firstly, as gamers, we need to look out for each other. So mm-hmm. just because something doesn't affect one of us doesn't mean it's not going to affect exactly. others. Exactly. The, and the other thing is, yes, it, it is down to volume. It's a bit like mm-hmm. um, uh, Sony pulling out two of the four USBs in uh, the, the original PS3. Yep. Now, that's, that seems kind of cheap, but if you, if you figure that, that whatever that component was, those bridges probably cost, say, 50 cents. Yeah. Yep. Come yeah. on, Sony, oh. 50 cents. Give me my... Give, 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 blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you must like yeah. that 50, 50 cents over how many units sold. That's yeah. a lot of money. It is. It really is. It adds up very quickly. I mean, and I come from a trade industry where we talk about this sort of thing. Oh, it's only it's only $10 more. Yeah, but that $10 more over 100 units, that's 1000 bucks. you know? Mm. it's It adds up very, very quickly, and a lot of people don't think about that. Um yeah, so all I can say is vote with your wallets, people. Um, do the right thing and don't stand for it. If you if you see that you don't like something, it, don't not just don't buy the game. If you want to play the game, buy the game, play the game. Just don't buy the microtransaction. Um, yeah. they're going to actually the publishers are going to see more of a result and be more inclined not to include microtransactions if they're seeing a, a more of a what do they call it a um, adoption rate where the adoption rate of people that buy the game as to how many actually buy microtransactions, if that number decreases, then they'll stop putting in as many microtransactions. As simple as that. They'll look at other ways to make money. The other other thing to consider is don't pre-order and Mm -hmm. buy day one. One of the, where where most of the publishers and game makers make most of their money is in the pre-orders and the, the initial purchase in the first week uh, because that's when they get all their money in and then they can, you know, start doing stuff with it. Bethesda, I'm looking at you. Yeah. Advanced review copies. Do it now. Yes. If you leave your purchases for a couple of weeks, maybe even wait for the the first Mm -hmm. price to come, you're not only saving money and still playing the game, you're also sending a message that, yeah, Want to play your game, but you done you done wrong, mm-hmm. and they are doing wrong. And we've got, we have got to watch them as consumers, as responsible consumers. We have got to watch these people, yeah, because they they will sharp us. They've got investors and shareholders to report back to. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, as and having just gone through an OGM myself, um, the 
board of directors and the CEOs, they want to be able to report good earnings because they That's don't want exactly to, right. They want to get trampled at the end when they're supposed to be just having coffee and cake with people. That's right. It's exactly 100% correct. I mean, it, even in the lower end of the spectrum, whereas I've, I need to turn a profit on my jobs when I do when I do the work. I'm not a director or a CEO. And then the person above me, they need to turn a profit from my work as well as their work as well and then so on and so on. So it just builds on. Same exactly as this podcast. This podcast lives off that philosophy. We live off profits. <laughs> yeah. The, I mean, our merch store is what keeps us going. Oh, yep. Look. The warehouses I have to rent to hold those T-shirts, and then they empty in a it's matter nothing of. To, it's nothing to do with our bloody iTunes reviews. No, that's right. No. <laughs> and, uh, review, I think, is the the word. Oh, okay. review. We have seventeen. I have you know had, on the Australian store. No, really? sixteen. You had to delete mine off there. Remember, because I became a co-host. I can't delete them off. <laughs> I almost think I can delete them off. Yeah, yours are still there in all its glory. All right, so 16 oh, okay. if you don't include yours. <laughs> all right, let's move on to some TV and movies. So um, Star Trek Discovery, Simon, in five million words or less. I know you've watched, what, three or four of them? Or has it been that many? Are they releasing them weekly or is it a binge thing? F weekly. Yeah. And they've just released four. Four. Tell us your thoughts. Keep hoping for the best, but hope is an empty bowl. <laughs> oh, see, now I want to make the episode that. That's even better. <laughs> hope is an empty butt plug bowl. Um, oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. So I haven't watched that yet, but I'm hearing mixed reports as well. So is it what all, yeah. all all gloss and no substance, or just not liking the flow, or the special effects were really? The funny thing is, it's actually driven me back to watching because uh, Netflix, because here it shows on Netflix, um, so we don't have to worry about CBS all access, despite the fact that CBS just bought Channel Ten of all things. Mm. Um, yeah, weird. Uh, yeah, but... no Simpsons or uh, Modern Family on there anymore, or any Fox programming by the sounds of it. Sorry. No. That's the only thing that kept people coming back. But, mm -hmm. uh, okay, let's, I'll just say this. If anyone out there is familiar with Star Trek and any of the the previous shows, you'll know that there is um, a mirror universe that's appeared in pretty much every iteration that they've done. If Star Trek Discovery is set in the mirror universe, that's kind of clever and it makes sense. What's going on in the show makes sense. If that's not what's going on, this thing is so far away from the entire concept of the show in any of its previous iterations, it may as well just be called something else because there's no camaraderie. There's It's, it's depressing. It's dark. It's visually... Actually, it's a bit over-designed visually. But uh, the special effects are, are great. I think the cast are doing the best they can with what they've got. Um, the trouble is they don't got a lot. But, hey, Star Trek Next Generation didn't hit its stride until Season 3. I don't think Discovery is going to have that long. Um, I mean, its acronym is STD, for God's sake. Someone <laughs> really think hard with that. So. Aww. 
Yeah, I know it's kind of sad. I don't know why on earth they didn't didn't work that one out. It anyway. sounds like Salim the Dream. Sorry, Salim? it's just yeah, uh, Sammy from Eight uh, Bit. His nickname is Salim the Dream. <laughs> it's, it's initials STD as well. Sorry, oh, it's a in joke with the Hungry Gamers. God, so. how, <laughs> how how many cross promotional things do you want to drop in one podcast? Uh, as you many as I can. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair enough. Uh, yeah, look, I mean, as with anything else, watch it, make up your own mind, see what you think. Uh, mm-hmm. If you if you've been a fan of any of the previous iterations of Trek, you're probably not going to like this terribly much. But go. if you take it as like I think of, and I'm not, I think other people have compared it to this as well. But the the first thing I thought of was this sort of kind of Battlestar Galactica. Oh. A bit. Ooh. It's it's Ooh, just actually you've you piqued my interest, X. I like Battlestar. It's it's well watch it. Have a look. Um mm. the first two episodes you could probably skip by because they're they're basically a prologue. So really three and four are where and I mean after you watch three and four you could go back and watch one and two if you want, but uh three and four is really where the story starts kicking off. Um but the science in it um yeah if you like mushrooms this could be the show for you mm. anyway that's all i have to say on it mushrooms mm. oh yeah all right and speaking of science fiction um tv series simon quite a while ago you were uh recommending the expanse it's obviously uh season two it's been out what a little while hasn't it um so I t- took the plunge a couple of weeks back and I'm, I think I'm up to episode 10 of season one. Enjoyed the hell out of it. Um, like Simon said, go watch it. It is, it is very well done. The only thing is, and this is, just means I'm a vapid fool, um, I f- sometimes struggle to follow some of the ins and outs of the political intrigue. So it's a bit like West Wing or something. You've got to really follow it closely. But that's that's far from a criticism. That's more that I need to concentrate more. But just yeah, love the look of it, and it's entertaining as all hell. Mm. Yeah, it's it does have a pretty a reasonably deep narrative, doesn't it? There's 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 some layers. Yeah, absolutely. So no, very impressed with that. Voltron. I think there's no one here that likes Voltron. Is there? No. No. All right, Robot Kitty Mew Mew. Not now. What do you want to talk? So, Voltron oh, in three oh. million words or less, please, because we're you, an hour and two minutes. Four? I absolutely finished season four. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry, that's probably the cold medicine. <laughs> well, it's a good review. Uh, yeah, it's yeah season. Okay, the only problem I've had with season three and four is they're basically one season split in two. Um, that is true. Uh, that's my biggest issue with it. Thankfully, they were only like a couple of months apart, which didn't make it too bad. But they were legit- legitimately one season split into two, uh, which is just more annoying than anything. Um, hopefully, uh, season five is 13 yeah. episodes. And we need another movie-length episode. Yes. That'd and I nice. haven't played the VR experience yet, but I've been, I, I think I'm going to have to... It sounds have. awesome. It sounds amazing. I, 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 I want PSVR just for that. I, I don't care if I'm just sitting there watching everything happen. I'm, mm. I still want to do that. Yeah. yeah. All right. So as per usual, okay. big thumbs up for Voltron. It is on my to-do list. 
Um, oh, definitely. Big Mouth, Ben, you mentioned at the start of the show, what is it written in, you know, again, relatively short summary? What, what relatively is Relatively short. Okay. South Park meets puberty. Nice. Okay. Cartoon or li- live action? Yes, it is cartoon. Right. Uh, it is by a gentleman by the name of Nick Kroll. Um, it, yeah, basically follows two boys and their friends as they navigate the troublesome world of being a 13-year-old kid going through puberty. Um, they have plenty of, and it's extremely crass humour in that South Park sort of style vein. Um but there are so many times where I was sitting there just absolutely pissing myself laughing. It is just brilliant. Um, I I can't recommend this one enough. If you like that sort of style, crass humor, um, but very clever crass humor. It's not like cheap laughs. It's 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 just really. I I don't know. I just loved it. I thought it was hilarious. I pissed myself laughing plenty of times watching it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll, I'll recommend that one. Cool. And, yeah, Riverdale's there. So, I mean, that's definitely on my to-do. I, I was so impressed with Riverdale Series 1. Um, yeah, just... Season 2 just started and it's doing it weekly again. So, <laughs> but uh, Season 2, first episode, there's a couple of really cringy moments. So I'm hoping it's not going to be like other drama-type shows from over that, that side of the world where they – they go down a bit more of a cringe route, so I'm hoping it kind of sticks to its guns from the first season yeah, and good. sticks to that sort of hard edge that it had. Uh, but, hey, there's a new serial killer in town too, so at nice. least that's something interesting. Um, the only other thing I wanted to mention before we get off the TV thing is uh, Stranger Things 2. Yes, I was about uh, to say that. It's coming soon, and the new trailer was awesome, and I can't wait. I'll, I'm yeah. going to binge watch that as soon as it comes out. Yeah, 27th, oh, no, I think it is. packed. Ah, uh, I'm going to be at PAX. I'll binge watch it for you. Don't worry. You'll binge watch it for me? All right. Um, you can binge watch it at PAX. There's nothing I'll else binge- to do there. No. Yeah, I'm just going to binge watch it at PAX. I'm not going to go to any of those parties. Um, You'll be stuck in a... Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and and one last one I just realised since last episode, I, I took myself along alone to a late night screening of it. Um <gasps> And yeah, love the hell out of it. First, first ever horror movie I've been to at the cinema, believe it or not. Really? Yeah, I'm not a horror movie fan. Just never watched many anyway. But first time I went, but I thought there's no way I'm missing this. I've read the book two or three times. Love it and whatever. Yeah. Uh, um, Purist with the book, you, you can't possibly recreate the book even in two movies, which which is what they've got planned. But extremely well done for what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Well worth a look. I've heard so many good things. I've. Still haven't found anyone to go see it with me. Yeah, I just went um, on my own for the same being, Yeah, just go. Yeah, just being busy as well. And then there's, I think it's not even at the cinemas anymore locally for me. So I'll, I'll just, I'll just catch it on yeah. DVD or Blu-ray when it comes out. If you're, I'm if sure. you're a horror, if you a regular horror movie viewer, there's nothing in it that's going to scare the crap out of you. But for me, there are a few jump scares and other stuff that it's certainly built some tension there at different times. I, th- I think it's just scary to me, mostly because I remember the 90s one and watching it when I was like eight or nine years old. Yeah, <laughs> it, yeah it scared the crap out of me. So. All right. Is that it? Simon, anything else you want to add? Um, oh, I'll just, I'll just mention um, CD Projekt Red just uh, tweeted out a, a message about the, just relating to some of the recent departures because apparently some people have been doing, you know, Glassdoor doing what they normally do, which is just whinging. 
and then you wonder how seriously to take it. But basically, they're saying that uh, yeah, everything's fine. Um, like any big production, mm -hmm. uh, over a long period of time, you don't stake the entire project on a couple of people. There's there's always someone to fill the fill the hole. Uh, and that Cyberpunk 2077 is progressing as planned, but they are taking their time in this case. Silence is the cost of making a great game. Well, considering what they've been doing with uh, supporting The Witcher 3, I'm willing to trust them on that. Yeah. Actually, there's something that we didn't talk, and it's another company that stays relatively silent. Rockstar, we didn't talk about um, Red Dead 2 trailer, but, yeah, that looks awesome as well. So go check that out if you haven't seen it, and I'm sure we'll be hearing more about that in the coming months. And we also didn't talk about Blade Runner 2049, but I haven't seen it yet. So oh, I haven't seen it. I've heard good things. Yeah, 2 I've hours heard, 48, uh, but, yeah. yeah. All right. That's fine. The, the, um, remember, it's always buy the large Coke because mm -hmm. after you run kit, you can use the cup again later if uh, the movie goes on too long. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Um, the only, only thing, other thing I want to talk about before we wrap it up, uh, I will be at PAX um, and I'll be hanging out at the Audio Technica booth. Swing by, say hello. I'll be doing stuff with the 8-bit guys. We're going to be actually uh, showing off some of the Audio Technica gear and all that sort of stuff. There is, if you swing past uh, our Twitter, at WeAre8Bit, there's a schedule link there somewhere. Or maybe I might, might jump on there and pin it later on tonight. Um, where if the spot, spots aren't already taken, you can jump on, record podcasts using all the awesome Audio-Technica gear. Um, yeah, swing by, say hello, check out some cool gear. Um, yeah, and PAX is going to be fun. I can't wait to go down. So come check out some of the parties and things like that that's going on as well. Come say hello. And just make I'm sure when leave your t-shirts. Yeah, yeah, steal a t-shirt. Mm. And just make sure when you're podcasting down there, you you mention us at least once. Oh yeah, no, I definitely will. You're a good man. No, he's not. No, he's not. I know. <laughs> I'm a horrible, horrible person. What are you talking That's why about? Why is on this podcast? Stop telling <laughs> horrible lies about me, mate. Yeah. All right, I'm calling it there. This this won't be a world record, but oh, not a world record. It won't be a podcast record, but I think an hour and thirty four or something's our record so far. Oh, um, shorter than the Blade Runner. Yeah, that's right. Um, as always, if you'd like to offer an opinion, suggestion, or some general abuse, please do email us at contact at oceanicgamer dot com. I don't think I've got an email on that um, address for months. Or visit our Facebook page, facebook dot com forward slash oceanicgamer. Um, we do get the odd comment on there, which is nice. Um, you can also follow us on Twitter. My handle is the Oceanic Gamer. Simon tweets under RPG Beats RL, and Ben tweets under the Spawny One Three. And live streams. Well, Ben, you wouldn't have time with your busy life. Uh, I still get a little bit every now and then, but yeah, uh, Twitch.tv slash the Spawny Thirteen or Twitch.tv slash We Are Eight Bit. <laughs> Um, you'll find previous episodes of the show on iTunes. We're also on Stitcher, Google Play and Pocket Cast. So, yes, thanks very much for listening and mm. thank you to you, young gentlemen. Enjoy PAX, Ben, Simon. Appreciate thank it you. as always. You're, you're going to PAX at all, Simon? Um, I'm, yeah, I might, I might do my usual trick of just going on the Friday. Yeah. I haven't, haven't quite worked it out with uh, my employer yet. And it, I was also just distracted thinking that Ben plugging the pod, his other podcast on here is you probably mate, you probably do better just yelling incoherently on the street corner 
Probably. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but, yeah, um, I just, I just actually, less about plugging the other podcast. It's more about saying, hey, guys, I'm going to be there. Come say hello and we yes, can cool, do some cool stuff. I'd rather do that than plug. No, I know. So, but, yeah. And that's why I don't plug my other music podcasts because I don't think anyone would check it out. But just in case oh. you do, go search on check iTunes out, for guys. The Music Dissectors, D-I-S-S-E-C-T-O-R-S. We had, um, I've had a few interesting artists on, but yeah, lots of interesting albums. We're up to episode, we've done eight, so we've got eight. If you'd like to be a guest, c- come on across. That's almost more than we hate people. <laughs> the, the what now? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh, that was funny. Good one. All right, so have a great week and remember you don't stop playing because you grow old, you grow old because you stop playing. Good night. Night. Fuck Nazis. The ability to speak does not make one intelligent.